Guten Abend, welcome to the Bundesliga show, one of two shows this week. It's uh, episode 13, myself, Gav Matt, hi, gentlemen. Good, good, can't complain, can't complain. Everyone, everyone got victories, you know, three chairs for you, three chairs for you, three chairs for everyone, absolutely lovely. Yeah. Um, don't We're the free point club. We're the free point club, welcome, welcome to the gang. Um, for the first time in ages. Exactly, and the thing is as well, Flo's... Two clubs that he supports, both won. Happy mm-hmm. days with that. Um, my three clubs that I support, all won. That is um, being Palermo, of course, the Arsenal, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, did the did the Seahawks win at the weekend? Seahawks won, yeah, they beat Cardinals. They're actually doing pretty well this year. I don't know what's we going are on. all having a fantastic time. I can't believe it. And while we're here having a wonderful time, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, so it's on the bottom of the screen right now. If it's not on the bottom of your screen, it's because you're listening to us. And it will be in the bio um, of that as well. And of course, um, make sure you subscribe to our channel on Spotify or on whatever podcast you, whatever page you listen to your podcast on, and just search the Bundesliga show on your main podcast provider. Um, plenty news that's happened, loads of things have happened, as well as all the games that we want to talk about as well. Why don't we start with the Champions League? and the Europa League draws and where it affects us as German football fans because all four German teams made it through to the Champions League knockout stages. Leipzig have got Man City, Frankfurt well, have we're got five, Napoli. to be honest. Wait. I've got you. I've got you. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I've got your back, mate. There's actually six, four teams in the Champions League. Um, and that is uh, Leipzig versus... Uh... Hold on a minute. City. Five, five in the Champions League. It's not five yeah, in the Champions Frankfurt League. Frankfurt won the Europa League, didn't they? So they got into the Champions League. Yeah. Leverkusen. Did Leverkusen go through in the end? No. No, they're, no, they're in the Europa League. So no, yeah, I was They're right in the Europa League. league. Yeah. See, yeah. man, you're messing up man's flow. I have everything. <laughs> yeah, five, everything five in the group stage. Right, boys, leave me alone. Oh, let me, let, we're going to start that bit again. Um, cut and play. Um, obviously, it's live, so we're not going to do that. Um, Leipzig versus Man City. Uh, Frankfurt versus Napoli. Dortmund versus Chelsea. And PSG against Bayern. There we go. So, of those teams that have progressed from the Bundesliga in the Champions League, who is going to go the furthest and why? We'll go with you first, Flo. Bayern because they're just a beast in European club competitions. We don't need to talk about Leipzig against Man City. That's 100% Man City. Frankfurt against Napoli. If you think at the first moment, you think, okay, there's a, there might be a chance for Frankfurt because Napoli hasn't performed in European uh, knockout games well in the last uh, years. But they're so good at the moment. Just mm. dominating the Serie A, and that's a very tough, tough league, I think. So, I don't believe that Frankfurt has a chance, but you never know what happens in February. So, I would say Frankfurt rather has a chance than uh, Leipzig. Dortmund against Chelsea is like 60 40 for Chelsea because they have the higher individual quality and way more money than Dortmund. But I think Dortmund has better mentality and better fans, so it's quite equal. But still, if Bayern is able to beat PSG, they're basically able to beat everyone. And I'm very confident because Bayern is just like, they're loving knockouts. They're going to do this. Bayern are Bayern, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I kind of echo what Flo says. I think if Bayern come through this PSG game, because um, I just feel Bayern this, uh, sorry, PSG this season are a different beast to what they were last season. Messi's firing, Messi struggled last year. Messi's firing, therefore Neymar's firing, and Mbappe's obviously Mbappe. Um, I think Bayern, who look like Upamecano always gives you a chance, they don't look solid at the back. I think if they could come for this PSG tie unscathed or, you know, dominate PSG, it puts down a marker for the rest of Europe. And in, in, in my mind, Bayern, if they come for this PSG tie, pretty much will be the favourites to go on and win the whole thing. Um, Dortmund, I think, have a good chance against Chelsea. I think it depends what Chelsea we get. Yeah, I think if it's the Chelsea that have played in the last few weeks, 
Dortmund have a great chance. The only problem is it's in February. Things could be completely different by then. Chelsea might be on a run. They might all be um, up to date with what Graham Potter wants them to do. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a tricky one, but I think Dortmund will be quite happy with that draw secretly. Leipzig, well, we've seen what the uh, admin on Twitter has done with the old Simpsons, me, Ralph Wickham, I'm in danger. They, they know they know full well what's coming their way. Um, so, But again, it's one of those things where Leipzig, they're a young club, no one's going to expect them to do anything. They could just pull off an upset. We've seen it before with City, usually in the quarterfinals, but we've seen it before with City. And um, as for Frankfurt, I wouldn't fancy them against Napoli, to be honest. I think Napoli are a bit of a different beast this year. Mm. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about the winter break. I think it's actually going to hinder against these English clubs because as soon as the World Cup is finished... We've got the games on Boxing Day around that. And then we've got the games around New Year's Day. And then we're back in the flow of it. And then we're not missing a midweek fixture almost until the end of the season. Whereas the Bundesliga doesn't come back until the last week of January, I believe. So I think that might be a little bit too long of a break for the German clubs to get back in the flow of it. I think all four clubs are in danger. I genuinely do, um, including Bayern. I think PSG... PSG are different this year. Gaultier has got them ticking differently. And uh, I think, yeah, of all of the clubs, I think Dortmund have the better chance, if I want to go to go far. But yeah, I'm worried about them all. And um, before we talk about the Europa League, um, I don't normally go to the comments and stuff so early, but I need to this time because um, we've got George, who's watching us on YouTube. Um, it's the first time that he's come to watch the show. So thank you very much. I hope you like Bundesliga Welcome, George. football. Welcome, George. George, if you like Bundesliga football, there's nowhere you, else to be other than here. So, and if you want to know any information, if there's any players you want to know about, any information like that, just drop us a message and, and we'll give you what we know um, about them. So yeah, Bundesliga for me and for us guys here, we are massive fans of it. So we love to love to talk about it. So thank you for, for joining us, George. Um, Europa League, Ajax versus Union Berlin and Leverkusen versus Monaco. Um Union Berlin will be on cloud nine right now. They would have thought if you if you said to them the season that they got promoted into the Bundesliga that they would be playing one Europa League uh, European football and two against one of the powerhouses historically of European football football heritage in Ajax, they'll be thinking you've um, you smoked something funny. It's a good segue there. There's uh, this once a year uh, a magazine in Germany comes out where all the different uh, fan associations have like um, eight to 12 pages where they describe the activities throughout the year and all that stuff. And the Union Berlin fans basically said exactly the same. Said, let's, it's unbelievable what kind of a ride we are on. It's just time to enjoy it. Don't take it for granted and uh, use every opportunity every chance to gain experiences, to travel abroad, to follow the club and to give 100% to yeah, maintain the status, maybe. At least maintain being the number one in Berlin. And this is a, another huge milestone for Union Berlin, a European Cup match like that. They will gain a lot from it, even if I'm very skeptical that they win it. But still, going to Amsterdam, playing in the Johan Cruyff Stadium, having the Amsterdam fans in Berlin, Finally, it's putting Berlin on the on the map of European football again. Hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a very good statement. That last one, I like that. Yeah, yeah. sure. No, I, I think it's going to be a a as you said, the Amsterdam lot. You know, Ajax fans in Berlin and the Berliners in, in Amsterdam. It's going to be uh, a party, that's for sure. Um, hmm. Both sets of fans are going to love it. Um, I think it's going to be a great tie. Uh, I do fear for. Uh, Union, I think Ajax uh, coming out of the Champions League, they were poor in Champions League. They're probably going to be quite focused on this on this campaign in Europa League to try and save face in Europe. Uh, so I think they will come up against a bit of a buzzsaw of an Ajax side. Um, but we've written off Union Berlin before, uh, everyone has, and they always come through and surprise people. So who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Well, well, we'll stick with Union Berlin and because um, I want to talk about Frankfurt, but we'll stick with Union Berlin and we'll stick with, with Leverkusen because this weekend Union Berlin got humbled. The, the table toppers toppled 
uh, good and proper. I mean, what a what a boring first half of football, but the second half of football was just it, it, classic game of two halves where Leverkusen came out the blocks and found themselves three up in in well nearly four up inside twenty minutes of the second half. What do you think is is going on at, at Leverkusen right now? Because I'm confused. I don't know what's going. On. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> to be honest, like the the first half was really a, a mirror of the season so far. Like Union Berlin, defensively solid. Leverkusen not having many ideas up front. And during halftime, I was talking to my colleagues and we were arguing like, okay, this is a typical game where we concede a goal from a set piece like 15 minutes before the final whistle and Union Berlin grabs a, a dirty 1-0 away win and takes three points. But then something crazy happened. Uh, a good set piece from Demebay. And basically, out of nothing, the first goal fell. And then it's it's football at some point, you know. We had two more days of recovery. The team had uh, self-confidence out of somewhere. Frimpong in a great uh, pressing situation against uh, Union Berlin goalkeeper Lennart Grill. It seems that uh, Grill still knows who is, who is his employer. Because oh, he's on, yes, on so. loan from Agent Grill. If this Agent was Grill. Syria, we'd be Inside having job, a conversation but... right now. That that one was very important for us. That's that's the luck you're you're usually lacking when you're at the bottom of the table. And then this happened, and then it could be seen to what the team is able, basically, what they're able to pull off and what should be the the standard of the team and uh, what should be to be expected from the team. And it might be one or two goals too high, I say, but everything worked from that point. I mean, even Baka played a good game. Usually he was very unlucky in the last games, but he made the right decisions, great passes, scored a goal. So I hope the team is, is getting self-confidence from that. And uh, on Wednesday is a very, very important match, one of the most important matches in the season. Yeah, now exactly. we Cologne. To Cologne. Yeah, the derby. Mm. Now I, I'm a, I've got a lot of time for Mitchell Backer, as you know. Anyway, I don't um, listen to any Mitchell Backer slander. So I thought he had a brilliant game. Um, got an assist. Got his goal. Thought he I thought both. Both situations were well taken. He did he did all right with that. And um, Leverkusen have got Monaco in the in the Europa League. What are your what are your thoughts on that? Are you confident about that? Uh, I was just chatting with Devo a little bit before the start of the show in the backstage. It's one of the worst draws that could happen because Monaco is a very strong team, very experienced team in European football. So it will be two tough games. On the one hand, on the other hand. It's a very boring team. They don't have many fans, so there won't be many Monaco fans traveling to Leverkusen. And the match is on Carnival, so basically everyone in the area around Leverkusen and Cologne will be drunken most lately at 3 p.m. So awesome. there won't be many uh, supporters <laughs> in the stadium. And then away in Monaco, it's like we, we faced them for the fourth time. I don't expect many Leverkusen fans to travel with the team. Mm. So it's uh, very tough games without lots of support for both sides. Yeah. Um, Frankfurt. Let's talk about Frankfurt because it's very up and down there at the moment. On the pitch, everything's great, let's be honest. Um, but they've just lost or are about to lose one of the key men at the club. And he's not, uh, he's not a player. He's actually a member of the backroom staff there. Um, ben Manga, the director of football at Frankfurt, Looks like he's heading to Watford. Um, he's landed the uh, the director of football position there at Watford Football Club, and um, I just find it mad. He was the former head scout at Frankfurt before moving up into this position. Scouted the likes of Kolomowani, Tuta, Bore, and Dika Jovic. You know, this is a coup for for Watford, isn't it, Devo? Well, I mean, it just beats their usual transfer dealing, just signing someone from Udinese or or from, um, who's the other one they got? Granada, I think. Granada. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe they'll get some sort of ties with Frankfurt and who knows, but uh, that's a crazy move for me. I think Watford, um, you know, they're in the championship that you would fancy them to get promoted, but you're going from a club that's going places. You know, you're, you're in the Champions League for the first time. Um, you know, you're doing well in the league. The players that you founded are, are moulding and you, you, this, the club's going forwards. Watford, 
they've sacked another manager this year. They've got Slavon Bilic in. He's not doing great. Probably going to sack Bilic before the season's ended. Uh, it's a crazy move for me, for him personally. So I, I do feel for Frankfurt that they lost him. Money talks at the end of the day. Watford are probably going to pay him a, a lot more. Um, you probably get a bit more exposure over here. Who knows? But yeah, crazy move. Feel sorry for him. But yeah. what one has to say that Ben Manga basically achieved everything he could achieve in Frankfurt. So he was his cup winner in 2018, European mm. Cup winner, becoming champion in Germany. Germany is very unlikely with Bayern Munich in the same league. Mm. So basically, he's, he's done everything. But I think it's a dangerous move because the transfer strategies are so different in the UK and in Germany. So he, in Frankfurt, he had to rely on good eyes and uh, players who can develop. And in Watford, he has all the money or more, more money than in Frankfurt. And needs to find some players which hit the ground running because otherwise he'll be sacked very soon. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that's what happens with Watford. <laughs> but um, on the pitch, Frankfurt doing bits. They found themselves a goal down after a minute. So actually the quickest goal in the Bundesliga so far this season from Berisha. Good finish. Worthy of anything? It's not mm -hmm. worthy of anything, is it? No, not this week. Like, no, there's been there's yeah, absolute bangers this week. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We, we missed one in the Leverkusen game, actually. What, what the um the Klojic, the the Klojic. oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah great yeah, that was that, great that, that, that was cool mm. um I think that's better but they were better there was better yeah. yeah um Roda Seb Roda finding his inner Frank Lampard I felt <laughs> like ghost ghosting in six yard box uh, to make it one apiece um and then Canal uh, from a corner and that was a nice finish is that worthy. No, God no. No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I think, no to be honest, I think that was actually going wide. I think there was a deflection off the defender. I was defender. Deflection, I don't know. That, there was that a kind of, all right. Yeah, I think it was going just a little bit past the post. Colin yeah. Mawani definitely would have got one, but he uh, he hit the mm -hmm. outside the post, which was unfortunate. Yeah, fluffy um, lines. And sticking with unfortunate, Kevin Trapp had the game of his life. How annoyed is he that Neuer's, in, uh, Neuer's like, come back from injury? I don't know. Ask uh, Marc-Andre Ter Stegen. He might share the feeling. Savage. <laughs> Savage. Um, Oli Glasner doing major bits at the moment. He's loving life at Frankfurt. And um, I think Frankfurt deserve everything that they've got so far. So fair play to them. Um, who do I want to talk about next? Um, Mainz, they got beat up, um, which I feel really bad for them because of the first 20 minutes, half hour, I thought they were fantastic against Wolfsburg. They ended up going down by three goals to nil. Um Pat Vimmer with the opening goal uh, made it 1-0. Um, Maxi Arnold, I'm going to talk about him in a few moments' time. But that free kick, do, do, it swerved a lot right towards the end. He's got, he's got history with that as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's not the first time he's done that. Um, mm. I remember, what was it, a couple of years ago, the one from the edge of the box. Yeah. And, and it's swerved all over the place. So he's, he's got the technique down. Um, I feel like... I, a lot of people probably look at that and have a go at the goalkeeper presenter, but I think if you look nope. at the, the run of the player across him, it looked as well that someone was going to flick it with his head as well. Uh, so there's probably all sorts of stuff going on. He's anticipating the flick. The ball moved a lot. So I feel sorry for him. Um, great technique on the free kick. Uh, he's probably not going to be happy with himself because it's gone down the middle of the goal at the end of the day. It's not gone in the mm. corner. It's gone down the middle. But I yeah, think but the, the player's I mean. running across the ball as well. Kind of where where's Zenit going? That I think Zenit's mm. doing the right thing. It's going it's going into a into an area where it can make a pretty easy save, and the last mm. five six seven yards of the travel, it it yeah it ended up in the centre of the goal. But Zenit's going the other way. That's that's not Zenit's fault. That is yeah. that's all on Maxi Arnold. Um, and then uh, Rida Baku, the former Mainz man, uh, made it three. Wolfsburg unbeaten in six. But there is drama at Wolfsburg at the moment. And there's beef between Maxi Arnold and Max Kruiser as well. Um, Arnold's not very happy with Kruiser's lack of training. And uh, Kruiser said, uh, Kruiser's turned around and said, um, if you're that good, you don't have to train every day. Flo, what are you saying? <laughs> I, I think uh, drama would be a little bit of an exaggeration <gasps> for the scenes in Wolfsburg. No. But... Uh... <laughs> ah, it's like I don't Big know. Up, Eden. 
Arnold should know better because Cruz is exactly loving that kind of attention to promote himself, to push himself and all that stuff. And um, it's funny. It's uh, it's nice to have some headlines, to have something to talk about. But yeah, it's more funny yeah. that Wolfsburg signed uh, Kruse to pay him like, I don't know, four or five million a year and just chose him to play 15 games and then say that's enough. So he has a great agent. Maybe they thought, to be fair. You know, maybe they thought he'd changed because at Union he, he was he's putting in effort. You know, he's putting in the graft at Union. Maybe they thought they signed a changed man, but um, evidently not. Max Cruz doing Max Cruiser things. Um, creeping up of Wolfsburg as well. They're four points off a European position. Dortmund at home on Tuesday. Um, can, can they get a result there? I don't know. Um, we'll talk about Dortmund in a bit, but I, I, I really like what Dortmund are doing at the moment. Um, I said it in when we talk about the Dortmund-Chelsea tie. Um, I think what Dortmund are currently looks like a completely different beast to what we've seen over the last couple of years. I think they look a lot better at the back. They've finally got a goalkeeper who can make saves. Uh, in Gregor Kobol, who's playing out of his skin. I think Schlotterberg was a great signing. And I think they've, they've made big, yeah, big, big changes at the back. And they look like a more solid unit from front to back. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I, Wolfsburg are doing well. They can beat anyone on the day. But I, I'd fancy uh, Dortmund to get something out of that. Yeah, Dortmund. Uh, and currently, Dortmund seems to be very determined. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and 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 they and they beat they beat Bochum three 0 at the weekend, but Bochum are bad anyway. We know this. Um, let's let let's talk let's talk Dortmund. Yeah. Um, Bochum are bad uh, and, and and Schalke are shite. We all know this. Um, but um, <laughs> we'll come to Schalke in a moment. But um, yeah, Royce missed out. Um, he's back. He went back to training early on today, um, but he's not travelling to Wolfsburg. Um, Terzic reckons he's going to be fit for the World Cup. Yeah, they're going to do what they can to get him on their plane to Qatar. Uh, if, if it means he misses a couple of games with Dortmund, they will do it, I think. Um, it would mean so much to him to play in that tournament. And I think as a club, considering what he's given to the club, I can understand them saying, look, we're going to do whatever we can to get you on that plane. So, yeah, um, I think they need to manage him very carefully. Makoko, let's talk about this kid. Yeah, I think you it's know, his it's... last chance for a major tournament. Who, Makoko? <laughs> I think Makoko will play for another six. No, I, I, had, I, had, I had some delays. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know something we don't there, Flo? <laughs> check check Makoko's passport. Um, so it's been, 17 for, oh, it's been 17 for the last six years, hasn't it, at least? Um, but no, this guy has scored some unbelievable goals and um, his first goal, Jesus. Foof. Foof. That's what I'm saying. Is he right footed or left footed? Well, I don't know because his second goal, boy. Oh, that's proper naughty, that is. Both of them. Fit, absolutely fit, and so, both yeah. two different feet. This is what we're saying. Yeah. We, we don't know what foot he is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, like, he's he's like me, so I, I don't have a good foot, and he doesn't have a weak foot. But in the end, it's basically the same. <laughs> same level. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> play with both feet or you can't play with both feet it's simple as that um, a slightly different position to Flo's towering centre-halfness that he could do and Joe um, Rayner with the cool pen as well um, that's the ninth penalty that that Bochum have given away this season that's a relegation form when, you, when you're as bad as Bochum you don't need to give people a, a, a hand up do you know what I mean uh, don't make it easy for people <laughs> you're bad I'm actually going to see is. them this weekend as well so it's going to be interesting to see how bad they are actually in the flesh I'm going to Augsburg versus Bochum um, so that should be that should be fun um, well, Mokoko Augsburg, well. oh, Augsburg yeah Augsburg yeah, yeah, they're Mokoko doing waiting they're doing waiting <laughs> um, but um, Flo Mokoko 
is he going? Is is he on the plane? One hundred percent. Got to with uh, Timo Werner endured. This was the last piece of the mosaic for uh, Mukoko to go on the plane. Mm. Oh, I, I love him. Like is he, the he's the un, unknown entity, even though he's known like <laughs> across across Europe. But at the same time, at international level, he is unknown. He's a rookie, so and he, he matured. Respect. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's mad. And you know what? You always get at these tournaments. You get this youngster who just bursts onto the scene, then you, um, you know, it, Owen, um, Rooney, you know, Rooney, Ronaldo. I'm not saying he's gonna he's gonna hit those heights, but there's always a young player who comes into a tournament and kind of cements his his legacy as like, I'm I'm a real deal. You know, mm. it could be Makoko for Germany. It could be that guy. Yeah, I think I think he is. Um, George has asked in the chat um, about um, Jude Bellingham. Not seen him play in the league in uh, in in a, in a Dortmund shirt yet. Um, is he the real deal? Simple answer: Yes. The, the, you don't get given the captain's armband at 19 years old at a, a prestigious club like Dortmund if you aren't the boy. And as far as I'm, he, he, he dominates games. He doesn't have to score. He doesn't have to get assists in order to, uh, in order to boss boss the game. And I think that's exactly what he does. Um, relatively quiet game on, um, on on Saturday, but his form of late has been unbelievable. And um, if Dortmund keep hold of him in the summer, it will be a coup for Dortmund, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a Haaland situation. Though. I think they'll keep him. They won't be for very long. Mm. Um, mentioned about Makoko going on the plane. Another player that has got a he's got a good case to make to be on the plane. We spoke about him a couple of times on this show already, and that's Nicholas Fulkroig. And he bagged again at the weekend. Just get him on the damn plane, and that begins our section of. Yes, Schalke are shite. Um, Bremen 2, Schalke 1. Uh, yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy club. Seven straight defeats for them now. Uh, I believe that is a, a Bundesliga um, record for them. I don't know. They've had so many negative records in the past two years. So It, it, makes, me, it makes me feel sad every time about the Schalke fans, but I don't know. And they've also um, they've also lost Harit as well. Um, that move to Marseille has been made permanent now. So they're just... that's a good deal. That's a good deal. <laughs> he, he wasn't yeah, performing yeah, Harit, yeah. all the time, yeah. and uh, they're rid there. of his of his wage, and this is enormous. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I like I like Harit, but yeah, he's, he's a good player, but yeah. he was not playing for that club, uh, you know. He tried. He tried when he first went there. He tried. He looked around him and thought, "What is this dross?" And he literally just said, "I, I don't care." Mm. So it's a good move for both parties. Yeah, um, Mitchell Visa with the pace. Um, I thought. I thought that was a lovely move. To be fair, and uh, to find full court mm. for his tenth goal of the season, second highest goal scorer in the league. But we'll we'll talk about who is the the, the main guy shortly. Um, and Visa. He balled out this day, honestly. Um, found Dutch um, to make it 2-0. And um, he's got 100% record when he bags. So quite nice. Quite a nice uh, thing to have for him. Um, Schalke are... I do feel sorry for them because they do try. They do try. And like there was um, a game a couple of weeks ago against um, Hoffenheim. I thought they were damn unlucky in that game. But Hoffenheim just way too strong for him. But uh, yeah, uh, are we looking at Schalke seventeenth position again? Eighteenth. Yeah, or eighteenth. Do you reckon they'll finish bottom? I, I think. Bottom um, you know what? I think it is in the, in the end of the season. I don't have more. They, they can spend more in the winter break than Bochum because they still have a little more money because they have just higher amount of fans, more cash flow during a season than a smaller club like Bo Bochum has, but. Um, I reckon both clubs relegating 
the season. Look, we, they're just we know, we know the real answer as well. They need 11 players. But deep down, right, they just go get three players. Not necessarily, not necessarily players, but positions to strengthen um, flow. What, what, what three players or... Or, to, or even two players that could like probably help over the Christmas period to, to help rebuild a little bit and, and try and get them survival. Well, it's definitely a goalkeeper. And that's, uh, that's very unlucky because they just signed uh, Schwolo in summer on loan from Hertha Berlin. Mm. And he's just a huge insecurity for the uh, for defenders. Then I'd say maybe centre-back. Because if you have a good goalkeeper and a good centre back, you can, like, at least try to draw matches and to mm. gain some security from a, a solid defense. And a fast striker. Mm. They have like with Polter, with Terodde, Bülter. They're all like like big guys. But if you just pull the ball wide and there's a striker making a header, but yes, there's no one to run after the ball against it. That's, uh, that becomes very difficult. So at the moment, Schalke is very easy to play. Mm. Yeah, for um, me, I think the difference between them and Bochum, Bochum should fight. They fight. They lose, but they fight. They, you know, they, they have something about them. You know, uh, no, Schalke, Schalke don't necessarily team. get their bellies tickled, though, do they? No, but there's, there's no... They, like, they, you could tell that they're worse than the team they're playing against, but they don't yeah. seem to be given as much... Effort. I think Bochum, you see, like they're they're bad, but they're running their socks off. Do you know what I mean? They work hard. Um, they just don't have the quality. Whereas Schalke don't have the quality and don't seem to work as hard from what I usually see. Mm. Um, Bremen, that's um, their first back-to-back wins in the Bundesliga of three and a half years as well. So yeah, they're trying to build something. You know, I've got a bit of time for Bremen anyway. The city, not so much, but the, the club. Yeah, big kids. Leo, Leo's been caught as well. You know, I like him and that. So, mm. um, yeah. so yeah, Fulcroy is second well. highest. Yeah, two good goals. Um, Fulcroy second highest scorer in the Bundesliga. Top goal scorer standing out right now is Christopher Nkunku, and he bagged a brace in their three-one in Leipzig's three-one win away to Hoffenheim. Uh, the, the, the free kick, I don't normally like giving giving Galatasaray a free kick. So we having it? No, you know, only reason. No, let's give us a second goal. Yeah. 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 Not, not just the all, well, the all well, Actually, all three well, of these goals could have been. Yeah. yeah. But the second Yeah, go on there. And that's for all for Danny Olmo, man. Danny Olmo had me reach out my Kleenex. People are going to be listening to this on Spotify thinking, what is going on here? Oh, but yeah, well, go, yeah. go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Maybe <laughs> At least everyone's that. awake after that. There you go. Oh, mate, yeah, honestly. That Danny Olmo um, one, yeah. Great goal. Oof, I love that he's wearing number seven now as well. I've got time for that. Um, Angelino <laughs> probably thought, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to come back against me old boys. Putting a great cross for Ritter's header. I thought that was brilliant mm. um, itself. But it was end-to-end this game. I, I was quite I was quite impressed by this game. Another one of those adverts for entertaining Bundesliga football was this game. Um, but, yeah, Christopher Nkunku, 11 goals this season now. Um, out and out goal scorer, um, uh, top goal scorer, but not an out and out goal scorer himself. So, what, what's what, what, I don't know. Leipzig have just got some nice stuff. Can can they use this at the moment to say like, oh, City, you know, we could give you a bit of a game, you know? Oh yeah, they can. Um, I think uh, as bad as it sounds, if if Werner's fit against City, then I, I, I fancy that they will really trouble City. Um, uh, City are very strong defensively, generally. But I think if, you know, City can have most of the ball. But if Leipzig can, when they have the ball, get the ball forward quickly, try and get in behind with Werner's pace, and Kunku's trickiness, his pace, um, then they might have a chance of, of nicking a goal here and there. And then the only problem is, is generally they don't keep the ball out of the, their own net very well. Mm. Um so yeah, but I, I do like what Leipzig are doing. I like what Marco Rose has got going on there. 
they're attacking very well and they're on a great run of form at the moment. So long may it continue, you know? Yeah. Flo, can they challenge for the league this year? Leipzig in the Bundesliga? Mm. No, no, it's, it's there. Already six um, points behind Bayern Munich. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. I mean, we're talking about Munich later, I guess, but uh, now it's the ticking point in the season. You know, that's like when once a year you have that uh, point where the world used all its resources and you're living of the next generation already. Mm. I don't know when it's in, in July or something. That's exactly the point we have in the Bundesliga right now. We had all <laughs> our resources spent to keep Bayern from top of the table. It took us. 13 match days, that's quite okay. At least a third of the season was yeah. uh, interesting and had some tense in it, but um, now it's going to start going its ways. Yeah. Game over for everybody else, but um, a cracking performance <laughs> from Leipzig. Three more games to talk about. Um, we'll go Friday night's game, Gladbach versus Stuttgart, another great game of football. Um, Gladbach on it from minute one. They wanted it from right at the beginning and opening goal after just four minutes. What was that noise again that we made? Yes, Alison players cross, Hoffman's volley, Golazzo. Mate, what a goal that was. And what a comeback. First uh, starting 11 game in weeks after his injury and uh, it's proven his quality. At the very right time to be nominated for the World Cup to go on the plane. Oh, he's a shoe in from the plane anyway. It's yeah. just whether he's going to start. Yeah. But he started quite a few games and it's featured in quite a few games for, for the national side of late, hasn't he? Yeah, and he has uh, um, the big advantage that he can play right back or right offensive midfielder. Mm. So it's bring, he brings quite some ver- variety into the squad. And I believe he's a very good, uh, a very easy character. So he's, it's not like he behaves like a star. And he will um, like prove himself for the team. His, his main goal is to support the team and to contribute to the team effort and not having his uh, own Jonas Hoffman show. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then um, a player found Taram. I thought that was love. Oh, that's proper naughty, that is. Mm. Yeah. Um, great ball, great touch, great finish. Yeah, all three. Um, there was uh, a consolation, if you want to call it that, at the time. Uh, we're not working with consolation. He pulled on back, actually. Borna Sosa. Can, can the Croatian FA stop messing about and just pick him or let the German national side have him? I'm sure he's played for Croatian. Oh, was he just in the squad? I'm sure he got called up. I'm going to look that up while you guys There was, there was uh, a lot of drama. There was a lot of drama around it because the German FA tried to get hold of him. I love Borna Sosa. He's got one of the best left pegs in the game. And um, he assisted um, Thomas as well. And I thought that was um, I thought that was a beautiful goal. Tell you what, lads. That's a cracking goal, that is. Fuck me sideways. What a finish. Just the way yeah, he get out of his feet. He's played eight games, Croatia, since 2021. Eight games? Oh. Yeah. I thought they played yeah, two Yeah, he's not three. playing for Germany. No, oh, it's too late now. He's going to have to wait five years. Oh, that's pissed off. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm disappointed. Um, Girassi, um should have made it two each. He's got to do better um, than that. And then right at the death, Patrick Herman on the counter. First goal in over two years at the death. And it's also their first win um, in uh, in five in all competitions as well. So that's um, a great time for, for Gladbach to, to bounce back. But um, Stuttgart, you know, I thought they played really well. Do you think under the new stewardship, if they could see you playing like that, they're going to be safe this season, boys? Yeah, um, uh, I think they look. They haven't looked terrible this season. I think they're quite lucky that Bochum and Schalke are shite. And I think that that they they will probably stay up because of that. And I think when you I put put them on a par with her to Berlin at the moment, where both don't look terrible, but they don't look good enough to beat 15 of the other teams in this in this league um, on a regular basis. So I think, um, yeah, um, I don't think they're as bad as the their results may show. Mm. Um, although they don't lose much, they draw a lot, don't lose many, but they don't win enough. 
So, um, yeah, it's a tough one with, with Stuttgart. Um, I think they stay up, as I said, just because Schalke and Bochum are terrible. Um, but there's a lot to be improved by the new management team. And they start bagging goals, don't they, Flo? Stuttgart, you mean? Mm. Yeah, they do, but I totally agree with the devil 100%. He really perfectly summed up the situation at the moment. And it's... Yeah, they, um, they they just draw specialists. Even that season when they did really well, like a couple of years ago, when they were able to pick up game, like results like that mad in the game that they got against Dortmund uh, away from home. You know, even that season, I think they drew, what, nine, ten games that season. Um, mm. They just, they don't often get over the line. And I think there's that that is that is the main issue there. Um, Freiburg, they're doing all right at the moment. They won two 0 against uh, the team that Flo supports. Oh, lost you. Um, am I here? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, lovely. Um, yeah, Fry, um, or, or, or were you taking a mix? I said the team that Flo supports. Oh, my okay. sound's gone, lads. One second. Okay, that's Devo. He'll sort himself out. There you go. I've got you. I've got you. Um, Wu Jong Yong, uh, Wu Yong Jong, I should say, with his first goal of the season, um, and uh, Gregorich with um, a goal as well for Freiburg. Uh, so they won that game 2 0 against Köln, and yet yeah, they um, are hosting Leverkusen this week. Um, Flo, Freiburg doing bits, and um, Köln, they're up and down this season, you know. How how are you feeling going into that that derby game on um, on um, on the midweek in English week? Oh, um, like like every year, um, I'm very I'm highly motivated for that game and the whole like every all the fans are the whole uh, atmosphere around the club is. But we don't know about our team and um, what you can say about Cologne is that they always bring 100% effort into a game if they're. Uh, uh, as, as a team by Steph Baumgart. You know, that's all what Baumgart's teams are doing. And um, that's often enough to uh, make problems for Bayer Leverkusen. So it will be a very tough game, but you saw against Freiburg that Cologne is basically uh, looking forward towards the, uh, the the big winter break because it was very tough for them. They have lots of injuries, missing lots of players. And yeah, then they lost against uh, or they drew against Nice, but uh, didn't qualify for the um, for the knockout stage of Conference right. League. So these are like small turning points for the heads that you you're not always successful that you get down to the bottom. So we'll see. There will be great atmosphere in the stadium. Cologne fans pushing the team forward. Leverkusen maybe having a little bit more self confidence, but um, fifty fifty from my point of view. Hmm. What are you saying, Davo? Because you can. Uh... Cologne get a get a result there against uh, against Leverkusen. They kind of need it, um, you know. Kind of going out of the Conference League in the group stages um, is going to be very disappointing. Um, not been on the best run of form, um, so they kind of need a performance at least against Leverkusen. And I think, as as Flo said, you know, um, Leverkusen haven't been the, at their best themselves, so they might go into this thinking, yeah, there's there's points here for us. You know, um, it could be a catalyst to turn their season around. But the same could be said for Leverkusen. They go into this game off the back of a big win, thinking, right, if we can just maintain that, beat Clone. Now the season's looking much better, you know, much more rosy. We've got a new manager in, two big results under our belts. Let's just ride that wave of momentum. Um, so, yeah, massive game, massive game midweek. Yeah, uh, stay with you, Devo, um, because Freiburg, you know, that's another victory for them. They've only lost two games this season, a point behind uh, Bayern as well. So how long is this going to be sustainable for, considering as well on Wednesday they're going to be playing away to Leipzig? Uh, mate, um, I hope it can last because I'm a big fan of Freiburg. Um, really like what they've done down there. Um some really good players and made some really good signings in the summer. So, yeah, I hope it can last. But again, as we just said about Leipzig, they on a bit of a rich form, scoring goals for fun. So, yeah, I think Leipzig turned them over. Mm. Um, and then the final game, we'll talk about um, Bayern. We, like, we don't like, really like to talk about them much, to be fair, um, because 
you know, the Bundesliga is bigger. There's more to the Bundesliga than Bayern, basically. But we have to talk about Ballon d'Or Alex. You know, we've got um, Yuri Tielemans doing bits in the Premier League at the moment. We've got um, Miguel Almiron um, putting a great stake in for the Ballon d'Or uh, for 2023. But it's got to be going to one man, and that is Eric Maxim Chupo Moting. Seven consecutive games, he's bagged in eight goals in those competitions as well. He's 33 years old. Bayern are actually looking at um, getting him a new deal as well. I just think, <laughs> I think it's semi-laughable, but at the same time, he's getting the right places at the right time. A little bit like the rant that we had on um, Darwin Nunez last week on, on Savage show. Um, the first goal, I thought, yeah, right place, right time, lovely. The second goal is bounced off him, proper Bastos-esque. No, no. No, I disagree. The second what? goal, he's dummied it with his right <laughs> to make the goalkeeper go down. <laughs> <laughs> and he stuck it in with his left knee while sat on his arse. That is skill. That is... Oh, that's proper naughty, that is. <sighs> not, not many strikers in world football could have pulled off that finish. <laughs> Oh, Max and Chupo Ballon d'Or elect. Oh, Christ alive. Um, yeah, wow. Um, it's the worst brace I've ever goal. seen in my life. It's bad. He scored two um, goals while sat in his ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right place, right time. These world-class players, they know how to do it. Musiala's opening goal was nice. 3-0, um, Bayern lead after 40 minutes. Absolutely cruising. Nothing to worry about. No drama. Mr. Frustration, Luca Bacchio says, give me a minute. Scores his sixth goal of the season. Great finish. And then um, Davy Selka wins a penalty. Say wins a penalty. Why did he go down like that? I don't, I don't understand how he could have gone down like that, but he dusted himself off quickly, pretty quickly and um, was, able, was able to bag. But um, yeah, um, Flo, how many Ballon d'Ors can, um, can Max and Jupo Merton win before the, his career finishes? I guess uh, Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, they need to protect their trophy cabinet mm. and their status because in 10 years, everyone will be talking about EMCM, notorious mm. EMCM and uh, notorious EMCM, yeah. goal. For him, it was all a dream. Um, so, yeah, that is, uh, that is it for this episode. Um, these... Uh, well, there's going to be another episode this week, Thursday night as well, because it is English week, which is one of the, my favourite weeks in the Bundesliga se in the season. They have a couple every year. Um, plenty fixtures. Um, so Tuesday, we've got Wolfsburg versus Dortmund, um, Bayern versus Bremen, uh, Stuttgart versus Hertha, and Bochum host Mönchengladbach. And then on Wednesday... Um, it's the it's the derby as we've mentioned before, Köln versus Leverkusen. You've also got Union Berlin versus Augsburg. They'll be desperate to bounce back after that humbling from Leverkusen. And Frankfurt versus Hoffenheim, Schalke versus Mainz, and uh, Leipzig versus Freiburg. Uh, that Schalke versus Mainz game that's quite a significant game. So if you remember when Schalke went on that awful awful run when they um, went down. And Mainz were bottom of the league, if you remember. Schalke mm. was second bottom on nine points. Mainz were bottom on eight points. And it was Mainz that day that turned their season completely on its head. Um, King Bo Svensson wrote himself into folklore, got himself a knighthood from the Queen when she was still with us and has been doing so well for, for Mainz. So I think Mainz might be... Um, you know, because they're having a bit of a dip at the moment, they might look at that game and probably go back to the 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 twenty uh, the twenty twenty one season and and remember that. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, I like Mike's. I like Yeah, and I, I like Craigie Brat as well. He's come on our show before. What a lad! But yeah, that's um, the end of the show. Um, as I said, we'll be back later on this week with episode fourteen. Um, solely because it is English week. And then we've got one more show 
um, before the World Cup. We're, still, we're not going to do a World Cup show as such, but we are going to keep an eye on what is going on with uh, with Germany. Um, just so you guys know that we're still here, but we will be having a break over Christmas because there is actually there is nothing happening um, after the World Cup. That is it for Germany until the end of June, uh, January. Sorry, so um, but um, end of June, Christ. But um, no, that is it from us. Don't forget, um, you can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube if you wish. Um, YouTube.com forward slash MAD Sports Network hit the notification bell, smash the likes. And um, also you can um, follow us on whatever podcast provider you like to use. We like to encourage that you use Spotify uh, for no reason in particular, if I'm honest, because I haven't done the stats to work out which one's doing better. But um, Spotify <laughs> is just what everyone everyone uses most of the time. It's easy. So once you've listened to us, you can then listen to some jams afterwards. Um, just search the Bundesliga show, spelt die, Bundesliga show, Bundesliga being all one word. And then, um, yeah, just make sure you you like the page and that'd be that'd be great. Um, I'm going to go back to putting polls on there as well because um, I've been asked a couple of times. So keep an eye on that for us as well. Thank you for listeners old and new and um, we will speak to you all very, very soon. But until the next show, for myself, Gav Mack, the boy Devo and Flo, Take care and good night. Auf Wiedersehen.